0: Coming to you live on a Tuesday night. Welcome back to the All That Jazz Podcast. I am Zach Hazeldein, host of the episode. Ben Jones. Co-hosts. Not co host hosts. Sorry. Together hosts. we make one collective group of hosts. Yes. Um, I would like to start today's show out with a bit of exciting news. Mmm, news you say? We have our first patron of the show. Last week, as I told you, that we were willing to take donations. We were willing to take. When I say donations, I mean like your jazz gear, you know, yeah. John Stockton jerseys from nineteen eighty-six or whatever. From, that's from that's a John Stockton jersey from China. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know that, but <laughs> but the things that you have, you know, some of you made the journey down to Mexico last year for the jazz game. Say so you pick up a Ricky Rubio jersey, you want to donate it to the set. Um, those kinds of things. We also appreciate publicity, um, and that is the the news that I have to share. We mm-hmm. have our first official patron, um, a filler that goes by the name of Walker. Walker, um, we we welcome thank you. To the, welcome, welcome to the team. Uh, welcome to the All That Jazz family. What
1: what sh- we should have a nickname for our patrons? Uh, what do you think? Uh, Jingle believer. I the church of latter-day jazz or something i don't know we'll have to think on it but
0: something like that um this person knows who he is if you have a jingle for yourself we get in contact with us um yeah i'd like to read the first official review though Not, not the first official but the review that this patron um has decided to give us this is on this is live on air um quote i'm like five minutes into episode two and it's, like, pretty good. Thanks for lying. We think it's pretty good, too. <laughs> um, anyways, trying to get this show back on on track here and back to the real topic, the Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. Bit of a disappointing weekend. Yeah.
1: Uh, You know, the Grizzlies game, it's kind of like, eh. Like, you can't really take much from that. Conley, Conley had no idea... How to prepare for a game like that, you know, emotionally, that kind of thing, and the the Timberwolves game, just we
0: didn't show up when we needed to, and it really sucked. You know, uh, Ben and I, as always, have a chance to watch nearly every game. Um, mm-hmm. Usually, we catch them unless there's a natural disaster. In this case, even a family emergency or family event could not keep us away, as we were watching live from San Diego um, at a at our my brother-in-law his brother's wedding um yep. friend of the show friend and of the show relative of the show both i, I think he counts as that yeah. also congratulations andrew and hannah um, very happy and mm-hmm. successful wedding to you both and marriage to you both yeah During, um yeah getting back to it though we watched that memphis game um maybe from the uh, rehearsal dinner and <laughs> I I kind of can't help but, I I mean, there was so much going on in that. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, Jay Crowder had something to prove. He started hitting shots. Uh, We talked about this last week. We aren't playing well. And Memphis is a frisky team. They got guys. John Morant looked like God. I, I don't know. He killed us. Felt he, like
0: He torched us, and then the other thing is with it is yeah. I, I'm I'm not going to go out on a limb and say this, but I think John Morant is a potential rookie of the year candidate. I yeah. I, I maybe yeah. even put him in front of the all grateful untouchable Zion, be only because he missed six weeks of the season. Maybe mm-hmm. that gives Jaw yeah, maybe a nod. But we just looked uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean there yeah. is so much going on in Jazzland where the first. You know, first up until last week, we were sneaking by with wins. We were sneaking by with, Mm -hmm. you know, two-point victories, a three-point shot at the buzzer to win out. And then the last two games, it's just, I mean, the car has come to a screeching halt in the middle of the road. And Jazz fans all over Salt Lake, all over Utah, all over the Valley, wherever you're from, near and wide, here or there, we have got to be saying to ourselves, what the heck is going on? Well, we never – it's not
1: a Utah Jazz season if you start off the season well. Like, it is the most Utah Jazz thing to start off the season playing below expectations.
0: But this year, below expectations for us, we're 8-5. We're still eight and five. Uh, the boat's still floating, but yeah, I mean, I was listening to a to a famous podcast. I, we're getting famous enough now ourselves to where we can't be giving pub <laughs> to other podcasts because uh, we want you to listen to us. But this podcast uh, was done by an announcer of the Utah Jazz that calls all the games for them, and um, he's just kind of kind of at a loss himself. I mean, he's trying to explain it all and brought something interesting up. Where I was just kind of like, mm, okay. The quote of the night was, "We're just not making shots." Mm. Analysis.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's. I mean, that's kind of the difference between winning a winning team and a losing team. As kind of stupid as it sounds, like making and missing shots.
0: Yeah. Um, Mike Conley, you kind of brought this up earlier till I railroaded you. I apologize. Mike Conley did not look comfortable going. Yeah. Yeah, to Memphis. Well, I've I've been thinking about this,
1: and uh, it's not like he isn't shooting the ball well. Like he's shooting threes relatively well. It's he's just figuring. He's thinking too much. Like he's f- still figuring, you know, where everyone's gonna be, and that just takes time. So right now, 12 ga- 13 games in, the Mike Conley trade doesn't look good. But you know, that's the thing about the NBA. It's an eighty-two game season, and it's gonna look good eventually at some point hopefully because i don't think grayson allen is gonna haunt us i i'll go out on a limb and say that right there
0: nope 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 but
1: uh i like mike conley is like this is it's not like he just suddenly sucked when he showed up to the jazz okay like uh, it, i know it might be very jazz fanny to be like ugh Now he decides to stink, but he's not going to stink. This is not who Mike
0: Conley is. No, I think you're absolutely right. And kind of looking at this, I guess, as a whole, even looking kind of at the whole season so far, we have added guys that have come from places where they have been the number one option, and they're now playing with an alpha dog in Donovan Mitchell um, who – I I think there's some growing pains, and that's not... I I mean, call me Captain Obvious, I get that. But Bojan (laughs) had the ball in his hands at all times and didn't really have to pass it ever if he didn't want to. Mm -hmm. Mike Conley, the exact same scenario. Donovan Mitchell, the exact same scenario. Joe Ingles, even, really, didn't really defer to anyone last year. He was kind of put in second unit, especially when Donovan wasn't on the floor and told to go create. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there you go. Then you have to figure out Rudy in and all this, and... You know, I, I think thus far in the season, I mean, especially if you listen to the preseason notes um, that it was coming from everywhere, it was all about, well, the defense. Oh, the defense is going to struggle, And then Rudy Gobert shows up and has five blocks against. Yeah, the, the defense isn't a problem. No. It, it might have been last no. night,
1: but, I mean, Towns hitting seven threes. like, Have mercy.
0: <laughs> That's not going to happen tomorrow yeah. night, I'll well, tell you that. Well, I mean, the and that defense... pick and roll between Teague and oh my gosh, they just picked us apart. That was, Jeff... That's what it was. I mean, we just yeah. go over top the screen. Towns pop and boom, hits a three. Well, Jeff Teague
1: just killed us, which sucks. But like, if Jeff Teague has a game like that, it's kind, of, it's it's just so annoying because you know he's not that good, but he played like phenomenal. And that's like that's the worst part
0: of it. I mean, he kind of looked like Atlanta Jeff Teague. Yeah. I mean, yeah. where have you been the last three or four seasons <laughs> since you went to Minnesota? Yeah. You know, it's it's been. It, we want the Minnesota Teague back when we play. Yeah, for please, please. <laughs> um, I don't want to get too far into the Minnesota conversation yet. Um, although I think yeah. we have I, a lot. to I actually there. rewatched it this today. And well, I, have I love some to some hear thoughts. your yeah. thoughts. Yeah. You, review well, thoughts, but I wanted to get yeah. to one point from Memphis. That I think coming up from everywhere, and that is the state of officiating oh boy. in the NBA. Oh, boy. And here's my thought on this. This goes up to all you Jazz fans. We should have never been in that position to begin with. Yeah, yeah. Plain and simple. I I think Donovan got fouled on that last hack. Yeah. Um, I think it was undeniably a hack, I think. So we challenged that, right? No, we couldn't because we were out of timeouts. Wow. Which is stupid. I mean, just review the stupid yeah. thing, NBA. Yeah. Um, you put Donovan on the line. He hasn't been shooting the free throw ball particularly well yeah. lately. I but I, I'm willing to bet that he at least ties the ball game up. He gets three shots. He makes uh-huh. two out of three. Yeah. I'll take my chances on that. Um, I was a little bit disappointed, though, on that inbound play. I mean, as we were watching that, I mean, it was obvious, too, that, I mean, they shut down Boyan in the corner. Mm-hmm. They denied that completely. That Literally, the only option was to give it to Donovan, who was going to catch and shoot. Which is,
1: like, that's not a bad option?
0: Like, it, not a terrible option, but I was a little disappointed in the drop of the play. I yeah. think it was an emotional game. I mm-hmm. think we're struggling. I think we need to get a mm-hmm. practice or two in yeah. where we can work out some of these kinks and being on the road, yeah, you know, and then coming home immediately doesn't really mm-hmm. favor that. But... <laughs> I'm just frustrated. <laughs> Why are we even down by two to, mi- to, to Memphis to close the game yeah. anyway? It really sucks. Like, no, it's terrible. I, I and then it bleeds all over into the freaking Minnesota yeah.
1: game. At least we weren't like Spencer. Uh Spencer friend of the show was he was he was in a dark place at the the reception. Oh, yeah, whatever. I mean, like we're talking playoff
0: loss, kind of dark place. <laughs> yeah. And so and. and <laughs> Cooler heads prevailed. We were able to kind of calm down a bit Yeah, realize, I mean, the the exact quote was, this is just one in the 82. This is a growing pain. Mm-hmm. We need to go through this mm-hmm. as a team. Yeah. But come on. I mean, we yeah. have losses now to the freaking Sacramento Kings. Really? We have another loss to the freaking Memphis Grizzlies, yeah. who are trying to lose. We have a freaking loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves now that stink they, they saw p- terrible yeah. i mean they, they, they carl anthony towns is i mean not to get too far into the stats but is the the literal plus minus minus king of the universe whoa don't don't insult devin
1: booker zach zach levine <laughs> <laughs> come on
0: <laughs> i may have been off the mark on that but <laughs> cat's up there man yeah. he's he, terrible i mean who are our other two losses to we got a loss to um, uh, the lakers the lakers and clippers and in that Clippers loss, Doesn't, you know, whatever, I can live with those. But these other teams, we're losing to bottom feeders. Yeah, we're, we're uh, bottom feeders.
1: <laughs> That's the thing that sucks. It's it's like opposite of last year, where it's like we beat the bad teams, lost to the good teams. We're losing to bad teams right now. I, uh,
0: it sucks. Why? So moving on to this mem- or to this uh, Timberwolves game. Yeah. You rewatched it. Give us some thoughts.
1: So I there's. A, about six minutes left. I think the score is 86 to 80. I'm like, okay, like, hey. All of a sudden, Minnesota goes on a 10-2 run, and it's 90 to 88. We're down two, and and that killed us right there. But it kind, it's like we didn't capitalize when we needed to. They capitalized when they needed to, which is pretty like that's just what happened. Like, they showed up when they needed it. We didn't. Donovan didn't play great. Boyan didn't have a great game. Conley didn't have a
0: great game. I thought Rudy had a had a tremendous Rudy's game. Rudy's playing like a monster right yeah. now. There was some goon in the audience. Sorry if you listen to the show. And it said, My 2020 vision says that Rudy Gobert is an all-star. And although I thought the sign was cheesy, he's playing at yeah. it. His, his impact on both ends of the floor mm-hmm. is the last couple games. I wish it was like that to start the season. Yeah, but it's come a long ways. Uh-huh. A yeah. long ways. And Rudy, Rudy is certainly not the. I'm sorry, Rudy, is certainly not a, a problem in this mix right now. What else oh, did yeah. you see? Well, it it it's hard to play against I Anthony Towns with Rudy because
1: Rudy is so dominant at protecting the rim when and when he's the guy he's guarding is on the perimeter like Towns. And Towns, I, I feel comfortable saying Towns is the best shooting center of all time. Like, I feel pretty confident saying that. I don't
0: know what his competition is, but yeah, I know he buried seven threes last night. Yeah, like, I feel, and it,
1: this isn't a reaction. Like, I felt this is kind of, I feel like that's a fact at the moment. And when Rudy's on the perimeter and he's not being the best rim protector ever, or whatever, it being the best rim protector the Jazz have ever had and all that, uh... I don't want to say it's negated, his um, like what he's doing is negated when he's on the perimeter, but we're not the same
0: team when he's not defending the rim. No, and it's it, uh, that was kind of the thing that I noticed is Rudy's all the way out to the three line. Yeah, he, and when he's out there, I mean he's in no man's land. Well, and you're asking yeah. to get pick and rolled to pieces. Yeah, and, and, and not that he can't recover from that, mm-hmm, but it, the yeah. the game literally favors a guy setting a screen on a center at the three line. With a point guard who's quick enough is Jeff like Jeff Teague is to get around it, the the yeah. game favors that particular play right now, mm-hmm. and especially when you I mean we uh, we could not figure that out last night yeah and it resulted in a frustrating three loss. three three yeah. three count it seven times not mm-hmm. one not two but seven mm-hmm. threes. Well, I mean if you're the opposing
1: coach, you l- like you probably hate going against Rudy Gobert because.
0: You just can't go to the rim the way you can usually. No, he shuts it completely yeah. down. I mean, and even Carl Anthony Towns was frustrated trying to go to the oh, rim. Yeah. It took him to the second half, really, to figure out, yeah. I'm just going to sit out here and shoot threes. They're, <laughs> yeah. they're not going to stop me. Yeah, and and he hit him. Like, he
1: Seven threes, man.
0: I, uh, I don't know if you saw this in the replay, but I noticed it last night. We had a lineup last night that was Donovan, Royce, Dante Exum, Joe, Joe Ingles Jeff and Green. Jeff Green, yeah, what did you think about that? <laughs> so in the first half,
1: it looked like Jeff Green was like a zombie he looked like he 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 might as well have been me and Ward ball like just running up and down the floor, you know like he what was he like second half he got a little bit better, but like I knocked out a couple open threes, yeah but it's 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 like this this guy's a minimum contract. Like we got him for a minimum, he's probably worth a minimum.
0: I'm kind of wondering if we got a guy that is on his way out. And I know that wasn't a surprise to this, but I got to be honest, I'm not really impressed with Jeff Green so far. My preseason prediction was that he would be a more polished offensively and maybe even defensively, but just less physical version of Jay Crowder. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that he would take on that role, and I kind of think that's what Quinn's vision was for him—was mm-hmm. you know get in, be able to guard the three, four, sometimes even the five. Yeah, play tough defense, rebound, knock down threes. Yeah, and so far it's just kind of been a lackluster.
1: Yeah, I oh, mean he
0: went one of four again.
1: That's just kind of—I think that's just who Jeff Green is. Like once every five games, you're like, wow, this guy's played, played well. He's something.
0: Right now, I yeah. see a lot of weird post-up moves. Yeah, a lot of weird like transitions where it's like, dude, you know you're gonna get a charge called on you. Why are you doing that? Yeah, and he just rushes the rim anyway. Mm-hmm. A lot of weird he, like he gets turnaround, like, yeah. like one sh- one handed like push bank shots. He like, gets some weird like tunnel vision plays. Where yeah, it's... and he's not really the best passer. Yeah, I mean, sometimes he is.
1: I mean, uh, listen, I, he's worth a minimum contract. He should be in the NBA, but. Right. Yeah, and
0: I'm not saying that. I'm saying yeah. that he's kind of getting towards the – he's in the later yeah. part of his career. That's Definitely. no surprise. And, I, mean, I mean, yeah, I, I
1: kind of – like this is who Jeff Green is. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Moutier? I, I thought he,
0: he had a pretty good game. <sighs> he, he played well. I'll tell you what, that behind-the-back fake. Uh, that was fakes, nice. Uh, that guy's still wondering what happened to him. I don't even know who's trying to guard him, but it, was, it didn't uh, matter. Jarrett Culver. He's the number six
1: pick in the draft number seven why well, you one of those two
0: well i'll tell you what the number six or seven pick of the draft is still running into the third <laughs> row of the stands trying to find where that pass is going he's... to and it turned it up being a phenomenal play i i i think i think and I, I don't want to say i'm mr know-it-all but i think i got moody figured out probably game one of the season with my kiss analogy this is a throwback to episode one of all that jazz. Oh, I'm so- keep I Keep it simple, stupid, for well, a Throwback to the office. Throwback to the office. I made that reference. I stand by it now. The more simple that you can keep it, like almost playing as a shooting guard, that's really the point guard. Mm-hmm. I know we're in an age of positionless basketball. We're not going to ask you to shoot threes. We're not asking to ask you to initiate the offense. We're asking you to get buckets. Just get to the rim and get buckets. Run the fast break. Get out yeah. there and. And catch get get layups. I mean, that guy just gets layups after layups after uh-huh. layups, and it comes because someone else is doing that. Donovan's on the floor with them, mm-hmm. Joe's on the floor with them. Yeah, very impressed with A. Yeah, he had a good game. I I, I might I'd have been the only bright star besides Rudy last night. Yeah. I would.
1: So Exum, like I that was his debut. Uh,
0: oh man! And but we lost by ten <laughs> <laughs> to a team that's not going to make the playoffs. Well, I, I want to say... There were I, some bright spots in Dante Exum's game. I'll yeah. be the first to say that. He had a steal and a dunk. Woo! And a block. Woo! I, I don't know about him yet. I uh, I know you have a
1: rant coming with Dante Exum. I'll just say what I, I thought. This is kind of who he is. He's elite defensively. Doesn't really play like
0: contribute anything on offense. I just don't see... And last week I kind of said it too. Somehow the Jazz have found a way to impact their roster when he's there and not have it impacted when he's not. Mm. I don't know about Dante Exum. I'm kind of like, yeah. what is he doing? for? Like, Could we not be spending $11 million somewhere else? Could we not be like – I there's Bleacher Reports putting all this stuff out there about potential trade markets. Aaron Gordon's on the list. Mm. I'm salivating over that. Can we not turn this, like, what do, what do you think we need Dante Exum to be? What is the purpose of him on the team? What is he supposed to be doing? Mm-hmm. How does he impact us? There's seven questions in a row. This is not really my rant yet, but come on. Yeah, The well, guy has got to do something. What do, what do you think he does? What do you, if you're Quinn Snyder and you're in an interview with him, and he comes in for a one-on-one interview, Quinn sits down and says, Dante, I need you to do fill-in-the-blank. Dante,
1: I need you to do one of two things. Either shoot threes or be a point guard. Like, be a point guard in the sense that, like, have a good ball handling, like, make the right passes. One of those two things. Do you think
0: he's able to do either of those? No. No. So this is what makes it even worse. You cannot play him on the second unit with Mm -hmm. the rest of the second unit. Yeah and that's kind of what that's based on what i'm you know gathering from things and what i'm seeing that's what we want him to do we want him to get in and be able to take donovan conley Boyan, out of the game at the same time Mm -hmm. Exum does not afford us that ability yeah mudie does not afford us that ability joe ingles i guess does Mm -hmm. but i don't really believe in that where i mean you really want to roll a lineup out as your second unit that's already struggling that's Exum, Moutier, Joe Ingles, Jeff Green, and Gorgeous Georges Niank, Who? <laughs> I like Gorgeous Georges mostly because of the nickname. But <laughs> I mean, that second unit is going to get obliterated. Yeah, in the I, NBA. I mean, it, and that's like you know, I'm calling out the second unit right now. I think you should. Last couple games because they, it, it has been horrific. Yeah. Yesterday we
1: got a zero from the the bench, like a legit zero. Like Joe hit a couple shots. He actually went 4 of 12. Did you know that?
0: I I think I saw that yeah. today. I mean, he had a couple, but 4 of 12, I mean,
1: I mean, it was better than before, but it's like we need Joe to be better. It, we He's ex- kind of been bad all year. We've extend we extended him. We gave him 14 million dollars for yeah. 30 yeah. 8-year-old Joe Ingles or 34-year-old Joe Ingles. Like I he needs to step up. Also, Jeff Gre- like Jeff Green wasn't great. Gorgeous Georges.
0: Eh. M.I.A. I yeah. I mean, he's getting – the coach's decisions did not play. Yeah. When I look up the box score, that's what it says. I mean, I th- it's – We need to get like
1: an eighth man, like a legit eighth man. I don't know who. I can't I, –
0: And I don't want to be that guy that gets on a podcast and – or YouTube. Thank you, YouTube watchers. Yeah. Thank um, you. You. <laughs> you, can, you can consume this in many different ways. We've done that uh-huh. on purpose. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you all. Regardless of how you consume the show, or if you, I don't want to consume, or yeah, or if, whatever. If you hate us, but you love hating us, like leave it in the comments. We'll respond. Yeah, <laughs> um, we'll take you to lunch too, maybe. Um, we, I don't want to be the guy that gets on. We lose two in a row, and then we're hitting the trade button. We need to make trades now. Mm-hmm. But I think, and, and there's a lot of people out there, David Locke, who will say. We don't have a large enough sample size. We don't have, which is true, and I get all that. But I look at this roster, and I'm like, unless we are planning on Donovan Mitchell being a part of the second unit, and yeah. Boyan, the second unit is we're not gonna we're not thick enough there. I, I kind of wish we would stagger more Conley,
1: Donovan, Boyan. Just one of the I just have one of those guys on the floor at all at all 48 minutes just to carry the load offensively. I think that would help. But you know, That I, even gets get us
0: into some hot water like last night. I mean, I looked up what Don was shooting, and it was like 9 of 30. Like, it was something abysmal <laughs> yeah. last, last night. And last I get that happens. Yeah. I mean, you want, you want guys to shoot the ball that typically make it. Mm-hmm. Um, another popular take I heard from last night, and I mentioned it, we're just not making shots. <laughs> um, <laughs> David Locke said, we live and die by the three. And then he said, actually, we live and die by the two. Here's my take on that whole thing, um, not to always reference one podcast. If we're not making pull-up, wide-open two-point jumpers, what makes you think we're going to be making threes? Mm-hmm. That's called an off-night, and I think off-nights exist from the three-point line the same way they do a two-point shot. Mm-hmm. Well, to all the people saying, like, hey, we miss Ricky, it's
1: like... Who I says th- that? People on Twitter. I I don't know. I Do just... they not remember... Well, Here's what I'm going to say. We would be – uh, if we th- just rolled it back the same team last year, I think we'd be 4-9. Uh, we'd be getting
0: our – I mean, maybe the chemistry would be uh. so great that we'd be <laughs> unbeaten this far in the season. Listen, Zach. But I can tell you one thing that's not happening. If you go back to that Suns game, Ricky Rubio gets the ball with a minute and 20 seconds left. He drives the ball to the paint. He jumps up in the air. Well, Rudy Gobert left, is, but... is two hands straight up in the air. Okay, solid defense. He throws a behind-the-back pass to nobody. I can tell you one – actually, it wasn't to nobody. It was to us. Um, I think it was Royce and Donovan that got it. We caught the ball, and it led a fast break, and that's what ended the game for him. I can tell you one thing that Mike Conley is not doing, and I know he's had his fair share of turnovers. He's not doing that, and that alone makes the trade worth it. So for (laughs) all you Rubio fans out there – I know you loved him, especially all the girls. Oh, his hair. Oh, his eyes. He's got dark eyelashes, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I can promise you that Mike Conley is not going to be throwing the ball to the other team with two minutes to go or less. And if he does, it's because he's making a mistake going 100 miles an hour, not because it's a thread in his game. It's a a once-in-a-million thing, once-in-a-hundred thing. Whereas Rubio, it was like seven times a game (laughs) where he'd go to the basket, he'd stop, he'd jump, he'd realize, oh, crap, I don't know what to do. I'll throw a bounce pass like I did in the sixth grade to nobody, where it bounces and goes seven million feet in the air, and then the other team catches it and it goes the other way. Mm-hmm. I got benched playing little league basketball doing that. <laughs> My friend's dad literally pulled me out of the game and said, We can't play you if you're going to do that. It's playground ball. Mike Conley's not doing that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, Rubio I, I, does
0: that seven times a game. Go watch the Suns. It happens. If you remember, you know, Ricky's first. Rant's over. Sorry. First first 20
1: games he played with us, he wasn't great. How? I mean, the second half of his first season, he was really good. But I think he had uh, – A historical good for him. Yeah, but he had an adjustment period too. Okay, and I think Conley's just going through that same thing.
0: I I personally think at the start of the season I was like, and this will kind of be what – this is my stamp. Okay, so next segment of the show as we progress through this. According to the world of Zach and Ben, which is probably the most knowledgeable jazz world that you could possibly be consuming. Sarcasm. (laughs) (laughs) What do we need to do to fix the jazz? Okay, and this is my opinion. This is what needs to happen to fix the jazz. Defensively, nothing. Keep doing what you're doing. Play hard defense. Try. And for heaven's sakes, box out. Offensively, I feel like we have got three guys in the starting unit at the start of the season that we're overpassing is kind of like you see when you mm-hmm. get a dream team going or an Olympic team, you know, it turns into the Harlem Globetrotters where, or college basketball yeah. where they pass the ball at the top of the paint for 20 seconds yeah, and they, they have to hook up a shot. You know, that's that's not good offense. The Quinn Snyder offense, I mean, in, in you hear to it on TV, the spin cycle, the blender, you hear it mm-hmm. on podcasts. We all know that where it's drive, kick to the three, drive, kick to the three, drive pass 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 layup yeah well it it looks like the spurs play you know and that's that's the kind of offense that i think hasn't really shown up yet and i think that's because conley's never done that mm -hmm. bowion has never done that donovan did that but how do you do it with two other guys that don't know okay so i'm camped out in the corner for three because that's what quinn told me to do Mm -hmm. you know well now i'm on the wing because quinn told me to be there now i have the ball Crap! I'm going to go to the home and force a yeah. layup. You know that's that's not the spin cycle. That's not mm-hmm. the, you know that's well, Part of running an offense is like be able to learn
1: it until you don't have to think. You know, do e- I have to be here? Do I have to be there? Point. Excellent point. And right now it looks like Conley's thinking. Boyan, Boyan's thinking too.
0: You know, Donovan's kind of probably trying to be a nice guy and give him the ball, get their takes. Yeah. Rudy's kind of doing his thing. So my, my take, defensively nothing, offensively
1: make shots. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the easy answer. Just make shots. <laughs> all we have to do is make shots. Why now, can't I, everyone I think, be I think it's a chemistry thing. I think it's a time thing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think you need to get to the point, to Ben's excellent thought-out point, where Conley is thinking not at all when he's initiating the offense and the passing lanes just start opening up for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And right now, I mean, there was a couple times even last night where he does this weird, like, he, like, elongates his body and, like, pushes the shot forward. It's really kind of weird looking. I, I bet Most he, time it goes in, but he he, it, it gets that. a lot of fouls. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? He also makes these weird passes to Rudy that I don't mm-hmm. think Rudy's ready for. Yeah, It's something that's never happened to him before where he's getting the ball later in the pick and roll last second or yeah. not a lob really. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of things that's like these are very clean upable. This is very time thing. Yeah. We can take care of this. I know that's not really a key, but I think once you can resolve this like time crunch chemistry thing, which actually kinda of comes after a loss or a couple losses, mm-hmm. the offense is going to start flowing. Passing yeah. lanes are going to be open. But that's my key. Yeah. Get these passing lanes open and start getting the the blender going again
1: well if there's one thing that we know it's that the jazz quinn snyder whatever that we have this unorthodox not uh, complicated it's complicated you know i I think i saw that quote you know emmanuel moody and mike conley saying hey you need a phd to run this offense but like it's true like it's just something that's hard to learn and i think if there's one thing for sure like it's you just it's just going to take time um, and it, you just need to be patient as fans. Be patient with the players because the the reasons we're struggling isn't because of talent. It's no. not because of coaching. It's just, you know, like you said, chemistry and being comfortable with the guys out there.
0: I, I agree with that 100%. And I, I think it's a matter of time before we start seeing these things click. I actually think we yeah. fared better because of talent thus far mm-hmm. than had we not had it like last year but i i think i really think that gets resolved yeah um and i'm hoping it gets resolved sooner rather than later i hope we start playing with a little piss and vinegar in our blood Mm -hmm. instead of the woe is me i just missed 20 shots don and mitchell still love you don um but we we got to get over that stuff i'm not worried about the mid-range shots i'm not worried about all this other stuff that every you know analytics is telling us you know blah 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 we're Mm -hmm. not getting enough looks at the rim we're not getting enough yeah three point shots and maybe like we do need a little bit more the other thing that i'm a little bit shocked on and i heard this because i did listen to locked on today Uh royce o'neill shoots the ball less than anyone else that's on the floor in the nba and i that's not surprising like you look at how he's playing like the guy gets four shots a night royce o'neill here's my other key Shoot the ball. You are shooting the ball 40 percent or 50 percent from the three line right now. Shoot the ball. I think he's
1: shooting 50 percent because he's getting so few looks. It, probably Maybe, true. Yeah, probably but true. But he, the point is, is that guy? Oh,
0: you want to talk about overpassing? That dude overpassing. Yeah. yeah. All the time. Voice, like, start shooting the ball. We need you to shoot Royce, the ball. Stop being a good guy. You know, trying to get everyone involved. Like no, man. Be, aggressive. Be, be yeah, aggressive.
1: be greedy. Be Be greedy
0: maybe not that greedy but do not pass up open looks we yeah. need you to shoot the ball
1: okay and andrew bailey wrote an article and he's a he's a big stat guy i respect it whatever last he said this last season jazz were 14th in points per 100 possessions right now we're 26th and so he there's uh, you know Couple theories: Is it hey the shots we're taking? Are we just missing things? Is it this that whatever? Um, It just goes to show that we are eight and five, playing like crap. That's it. And uh, I I think we can just play better. Let's you know, we've been kind of talking about hey we're like if if you're listening to this you probably think oh what are the Jazz like two and ten you know whatever you may think we're like we're talking like we stink. But uh, it, it's just frustrating, you know, to watch a team that you know is good and it just, it just takes time.
0: I, I, and I agree with that. Um, it kind of leads me oh. into predictions for tomorrow night.
1: One more thing. Tony Bradley didn't play a minute yesterday. Did you
0: see him in the Memphis game? I know. but Abysmal. Abysmal.
1: Here's what we I'm would say. rather
0: play Jeff Green at the five than Tony Bradley yeah. at all and it was because Z- <laughs> deer in the headlights holy crap I played a couple games and it turned out well but now I have no idea what I'm doing that's how I would explain yeah. what well, I saw
1: I I'm frustrated on that draft night we drafted Tony Bradley same year as Donovan Mitchell I'm not gonna say the what if it wasn't oh, a it, what Josh Hart wasn't a good pick okay it's been three years he can't play backup
0: center. What are we doing? And that's another guy that we picked up the option for on that. Yeah. We have endured much with Tony Bradley. We've endured the G League. I don't know if you all remember, but we endured an entire summer where the only thing we heard outside of Donovan Mitchell was how great this guy's second jump was, (laughs) which is something they do not record at the Combine. Why are we talking about a second jump and why are we drafting a guy based on a second jump? (laughs) Well, <laughs> And that's literally kind of the same thing that we're talking about now. I mean, yeah. I, I really hope that... He's gotten better. I'll give him credit. He has, he... and his body's gotten better. Yeah. And, like, I saw some things during the G League where I was like, oh, wow, like, that'll be great. Yeah. Can you imagine what would have happened last night if he was on the floor? Can I tell you another something? He ain't getting on the floor tomorrow night. No way. No way. Carl, I think Towns is just going to shoot 53s over him instead of yeah. seven that he made. Um. I I don't know I I'm frustrated with him as well. He's kind of on my list of people well, that I'm frustrated. And, with. And I was optimistic, like, hey,
1: Ed Davis injury. I wasn't like, ah, oh, we're screwed. Because I'm like, hey, Tony Bradley. You know, he's looked you know and relatively we're what, week three competent of,
0: without that week two. We probably got another month or so to go without yeah. Ed Davis. Yeah, it, yeah. Ugh. it's yeah. a tough time being a jazz fan. Ah, uh, eight and five. Ugh. Tomorrow night. <laughs> We get the uh we got Timberwolves again. We get the, the pleasure of the Timberwolves back in back to back there and away. Mm-hmm. Or uh home and away. Yeah. We're playing there. I don't know if we'll see Andrew Wiggins. I I think if we do see Andrew Wiggins, we'll probably win that game. Part of here's He's the in thing. the top five of the he, plus minus minus Kings. He's playing better this year.
1: <laughs> Zach does Not believe better. it's gonna last.
0: Well, yeah. guys a chucker. Here's the
1: thing. Part of me is excited Andrew Wiggins is back. Part of me is scared that Andrew Wiggins is back. If Andrew Wiggins drops 40 on us... But we have Dante Exum to guard him. Sorry. Exum's an elite defender. Now, other stuff... Eh. He needs to get better at. But, I the thing about the jazz is we are a competent front office there's no question about that but we make some moves like the Dante Exum contract which I feel comfortable saying like that wasn't great we, we do some stuff where we're like eh, eh. but it's also I don't know what the
0: goal is in mind you know what I mean that's the th- like I just don't and Exum Islanders come at me. Um, tell me what you think, Don. What Dante does mm-hmm. kind of goes back to the show. And if you say he plays elite defense, that's fair. We've got uh, Royce O'Neal plays elite defense. Rudy Gobert plays elite yeah. defense. And guard,
1: and guard defense is uh, overrated. I think, well, it,
0: well, it, well, it is to a certain extent. And I, everybody references the four games that we played against the Rockets in the playoffs two years ago, where Exum locked up. James Harden and held him to only 33 yeah. points. Yeah. Wait, what? did we win five games or one game? We won one game because Donovan was a freak. That, there you that go. is why there it was you the go. game Blouse's uh, game. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, it's just, I I just don't, I don't see what you can tell me Dante Exum is doing that benefits the Jazz. I don't see it. Well, And I, I hope I do. I hope I'm wrong. I hope to high heaven that he ag- ends up being a first round talent, let alone a f- fifth overall pick, and I'm I'm I got to stop because we've already been here, I've already roasted, <laughs> I've already roast, We're trying to review tomorrow night's game for yeah. heaven's sakes. <laughs> we, we for the got, sake of the children, we, we're we're
1: done with. Our we TX, got lost off, so. off again. Just <laughs> gosh, it's yeah. my bad.
0: Yeah. Anyways, wait. What were we talking? We, talk, we were talking about we're Wiggins. Off yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, we're off track. Yeah. Wow. Man, we are off track. We're talking about tomorrow night's game. Yeah. Andrew Wiggins. He may be back. He had a sickness. That allowed him to not play on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That wouldn't allow him to play on Sunday night. Yeah, part game. of me's happy. Part of me is
1: not happy that he's playing. So we'll see which which Andrew Wiggins <laughs> shows up tomorrow. Do you think the lid gets lifted off the basket? Are we going to make a shot tomorrow I mean, night? It will eventually. I don't know if it's tomorrow night. You know, I, I it it
0: I. So here's my prediction. I think that we see a calmed down. Less I need to win on this possession, Donovan Mitchell. I think we also... Yeah, what was that last night? I, I think we also see a more focused attack on offense to get Carl Anthony Towns in the to pick and roll. Because I think we had some success there. I mm-hmm. think if we can get that going, it'll open up everything else. And then finally... I do think that Carl Anthony Towns will not make seven threes. He'll make eight. <laughs> I, I do not think he will make seven. Um, I'm hoping he makes less than three. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, Jeff Teague also isn't going to look like prime Isaiah Thomas Detroit Pistons. Just kidding. Jeff Teague was really good. I don't think he's going to have that game again. He. It felt like he killed us. Also, Jake Lehman... Robert Covington, their role player stepped up for him. Covington is
0: another guy that I'm like, eh, Dante for Covington, straight across. Yeah,
1: I'd like that. Uh, Thaddeus Young, another guy. Thad I would... Young. Yeah, check that um, out. I,
0: I, I, that's an excellent point. I kind of missed that. I think Conley takes it personal that Teague had the game he had. Hopefully. I think we, we... – I don't know. Conley's just such a nice guy. What else I... do you see? You watched the game twice. What do you think we need to do to win tomorrow night? <laughs> Give me a like two bullet points.
1: Two bullet points? We've been saying make shots this entire podcast, and we've been drilling it into your brains. Hey, make shots, make shots. Here's what I'm going to say. We need a game from at least Boyan, Conley, or Donovan. Just one of those guys needs to have a good game. None of those guys had a good game on Monday. Or was it Monday? Yeah, it was Monday. You're not going to shut those three guys out two times in a row. All I'm saying, I'm not even asking for all of them. Just one of them needs to show up, and I think we win. I, predict, along along with Rudy, and all that. Do you predict a win? I think I do. I think this is the kind of team that it, you kind of recover. They really like take these things personally when they struggle, and Absolutely. they know they struggle. They're professionals. They know they know
0: what's going on. Donovan does. Yeah. I'd also love to see Joe Ingles step up and play. Joe, baby, please come on, man, get the three ball going. Yeah. Um, that's my prediction as well. I think we have a win yeah so Good. that's that alright are you ready for this new segment I think so um, I don't know what this segment is Ben why don't you tell us
1: this segment is called is this tweet slash social media post shout out to jazz facebook real ones No, no about the jazz facebook is this tweet slash, we'll just say tweet is this tweet real so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three things. One of them will be false. I will have made it up. Two of
0: them will have been real. Are you ready? Is uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, do I get anything if I win? What do, What do you want? I, I mean, that's a dangerous question. Um... <laughs> I don't know, but I'll think of something. Uh, This is the first of, hopefully, many games that we play on this show. Yes. We keep it interactive for the fans, for Mm -hmm. the kids. Um, Is this tweet real? Maybe a new favorite segment of mine. I'm learning about it now on air. This is not made up. This is not spoofed. I have no ideas what my fine host here is about to read us. Um, So buckle up, as Bowler would say, because here we go. All right, to start us off...
1: You ready? Ready. Tweet number one. What is Ty Corbin up to these days? We need a new coach. I'll say it again. What is Ty Corbin up to these days? We need a new coach. There's one. Number two. Gosh dang it. So mad that the Portland Trailblazers signed Carmelo Anthony. I feel like he could really help the Jazz.
0: I'll say it again.
1: For Gosh, you uh, listeners,
0: oh. I'm looking at the camera rolling. I, I, I literally don't know what to say. I'm going to hold my guesses off till the end. So tweet one, tweet two. Tweet one is Ty Corbin. Tweet two is Carmelo Anthony. Tweet number three. Tweet number three. <clears throat> it's a Twitter poll.
1: Is Ricky Rubio better than Mike Conley?
0: say yes. 20% say no. Okay. So there's a lot to unpack with this one. And my job is to figure out which one is fake. I'm going to go ahead and say the Twitter poll is not fake because, no offense to Ben, my genius co-host and co-creator of the show, I don't think you made up a Twitter poll. (laughs) 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 So that one, not fake. Um, Number two well, I guess I'm going in reverse order here I'll start with number one What is Ty Corbin up to? We need a new coach That sounds very Jazz fanish to say <sighs> Carmelo Anthony <laughs> So here's what's going on in my head the Ty Corbin comment sounds like something that someone would have said on Twitter as a jab. The Carmelo Anthony thing just sounds batshit crazy. (laughs) And it's one of those things where it's like, that's so unbelievable that I do not know. Like, is that really the, that's such a bad take. Like, (laughs) is that the one that's you're messing with my head here. So poll three, the poll question, that's for sure real. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and say that the Ty Corbin comment was the other real one. And the reason why is because I think someone said that to take a jab at Quinn and not being able to mesh this team. Um, And I'm going to debunk that one. I'm going to debunk all of these right now. Um, Debunk number one. I don't even know if Ty Corbin's in the league anymore. So what is he up to? He's sitting in a house, watching basketball on TV, probably sipping back a cold one. Um, Last I heard, he was an assistant in Sacramento, but then Luke Walton showed up. So, whatever. Do you
1: want me to look it up while
0: you're... Fact check. Um, Number two, debunk the Carmelo Anthony thing. If you said that, turn in your Jazz jersey at the gates next time you go to a game. Just give up... Don't listen to our show, and uh, we have a look of shock on TV, folks. This just coming in. Tyrone Corbin. He's an
1: assistant for an NBA team. Guess which one? The Indiana Pacers. The Orlando Magic.
0: (laughs) 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 So that's what Ty Corbin's up to. Ty gave us his best. I don't know what we were doing. It was a weird time for us all. Ty Corbin is the say. Jamal
1: Tinsley of jazz coaches.
0: <laughs> <A> Jamal <laughs> Tinsley, a Jamal <laughs> Tinsley reference on today's show, folks. You never thought you'd hear it. The Carmelo Anthony thing, though. The Rockets cut him midway through the season. They gave up on him. Uh, he the didn't Rockets. Be, if if you think Carmelo Anthony is what needs this, what is what this Jazz team needs is help. Yeah. Literally, yeah. turn in your jersey. Give up your keys. You're not. A, it, what planet are you living on? Um, rants over the Ricky Rubio poll over Mike Conley. We addressed that earlier. That doesn't surprise you're me. You're crazy. You're just. You're daydreaming. <laughs> Mike. No one in on this planet thinks that Mike Conley is is worse than Ricky Rubio. It's. You're crazy. Um, I've offended a lot of people now. What are the results? What are the results? Zach, you are correct. I made up the
1: Carmelo Anthony. Tweet. It was true, however.
0: Someone said, "What's Ty Corbin up to?" Shout out to Jazz Facebook. Ty Corbin's up to leading the Jazz to a twenty-win season. <laughs> and <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Have mercy. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. Wow.
1: That Good one. night. Oh, how'd you do? How'd you do that? Seriously, like
0: I you know, between between this and and the the two losses, it's too much. I mean <laughs> I don't even know how to end the show. <laughs> yeah. Is <laughs> this what I I going to be honest though, I'm a fan of the segment. I think this is something mm-hmm. we should bring back more yeah, often. Yeah. Um, two two truths and a lie. Tweet two truths and a lie.
1: Yeah. Well, if Ty court should we should we end the uh, the show a certain way every time? Should we be like we need you, Ty Corbin, or something weird like that.
0: No, I was thinking about pulling a Tony Kornheiser and saying good night wherever. Good night, where Canada. Good night, <laughs> Kaysville, because uh, I'm from there. Good night, Seattle, for Ben. Yeah. Uh, here's what I have to say. I'm at a loss. <laughs> the Jazz have left me without hope once again. It's what they do. I typically text all my friends and say trade everyone when they mm, lose. Yeah. And I'm going to hold off on that. I I think wow. we get to win tomorrow night. Wow. If we don't, tune in next week. <laughs> There's a teaser. <laughs> trade everyone. Go Jazz. <laughs> That's my <what's laughs> take. That's a wrap. Uh thank you for listening folks. Yeah, if
1: you're still here, we somehow you enjoy this. is another
0: 50 minute show. We apologize we're, trying we're sorry not to we, yeah we, we can't cut it stop. It's a problem. it's a it's a sickness, really. We <laughs> talked about the jazz too much. Um, yeah, but that's about it. We're predicting a win. yeah, any last words? Go jazz, go jazz, go jazz. That is all that jazz episode three.